Welcome to the Weight Loss for Women podcast, a place where we share everything you need to know about restoring your metabolism so you can eat more, train less, and lose weight in a healthy and sustainable way. I'm Kitty Bloomfield, co-founder of New Strength and Saturate, creator of pro-metabolic food supplements and seriously saturated skincare. And today I'm joined by my fabulous uh, co-founder and co-host, Craig McDonald. <laughs> as he tells everyone how fabulous he is. Yes, and also very modest. That's very right. Modest. Yep. Very, very modest. Yes. Thanks for the introduction. Happy to be here as always. Oh, always Actually, happy to have you. Let's be honest. I was here working and then the door opens and she's like, are you ready for the podcast? We're going to do it now. What are we going to talk about? Well, let's do this. And then she shuts the door <laughs> and then she leaves. And it's like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> anyway, anyone listening to this who kind of half knows you knows exactly that's how things are. So great. <laughs> Well, you know, I'm going to keep you organized. It's like our coach, Melissa. She's like, you're the m- most annoying fucking person I've ever met in my life. Have some respect for you, boss, 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 boss. <laughs> Listen, uh, someone's going to keep you get your help. I love you. I love you. Nevertheless. Look. Right. You do. That's right. So today yeah. we wanted to talk about how to find your confidence in the gym. Cause I think one mm. thing that I hear from a lot of women when they're having conversations with me and thinking about joining our program is they're like, kitty, I'm just one thing I'm really nervous about is going to the gym, which is totally normal because, you know, they're going into the weights room where all the, you know, big boys are training, but look, let's be honest. Once you learn how to train, like I was in the gym the other day doing my hack squats and there was a dude on there with 80 kilos on the hack squat doing half reps. Mm. I felt like going up to him and going, dude, one, would you squat to fucking depth? And two, add some more fucking weight to that. (laughs) I'll be be squatting 90 today. Full depth. Yeah. So like once you, anyway, but look, it's demasculating him. (laughs) Nice one, kitty. (laughs) Obviously I didn't say that. I just thought it in my head. Oh Oh yeah. But you know, they don't train hard enough, but, you know, women are just really um, feeling a bit, a bit nervous about going to the gym because lots of guys around, they don't know what they're doing and it's all new, which is totally a re- a reasonable, is reasonable. Yep. You know, I think I when I first started training, I felt a bit nervous too. But then obviously once I found my feet with the technique and, um, you know, I knew what I was doing, then it obviously became so much easier. And we often get women in our program, like the PTs will come up to them and say, where did you learn how to lift? Like after they've been doing it for a while, they're like, your technique is so good. So it'll probably get to the point where you'll get so confident and your te- technique will be so amazing. And then you'll have people coming up to you saying, you know, where'd you learn how to lift? So anyway, we just thought we'd, we'd talk about um, how you can overcome that initial fear so that you can get in the gym and start lifting and get confident. Yeah. Over so you, yeah. Yeah. I, I, well, actually I remember like, I, I, how old was I? I think I was 16. When you're a skinny kid. Yeah, the skinny basketball, basketball kid. Yeah, I was like 60, 60 odd. Really? Yeah, yeah. Holy was, shit. How old were you? Uh, I was like, I graduated grade 12 at like 65 kilos. Wow. I was, I you must have like, been so skinny. Yeah, that's like was, less than me. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was all built like a fucking beanpole. It was, yeah, I, I just didn't eat. I just played basketball, ran, 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 did all that stuff. Um, I just didn't eat. It's really how it all, all will come about. But, I remember when I first started going to the gym, I think I was still in school. I can't, so I must have been 16 or 17. Mm-hmm. And the gym that I went to near us was like a really like hardcore bodybuilding. 
And like, I went in there and it was just like watching like that scene out of pumping iron where they're, they're, they've got the camera and they're scanning the room and there's like, you know, like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Franco Colombo and all these great bodybuilders who are all super jacked lifting all these huge weights. And the place was just a mess. Like dudes would just like, you know, be dumbbell pressing the, the 60 kilo dumbbells and then just dump them on the ground and just like walk off. Mm. And that, that was my first exposure. And it was so intimidating. I was like, Oh my God, is everyone in here? Like, just jacked even the women were jacked it was crazy mm. um and what i realized pretty early on because that was a really intimidating kind of point and i i ended up getting a few sessions off one of the the trainers and he was just showing me through and this is how you do this exercise this is how you do it this exercise this is the one you just got to focus on i was like yeah okay well pretty straightforward and i just sort of just you know kept my head down and and sort of did it and once i'd sort of done it after a couple of weeks what i realized is that in that environment, all of those massive dudes and women mm-hmm. are only focused on themselves. They're there to train. They're very serious about their training. They take it very seriously. So that they're in there and they're not, they weren't pissing around. They were, they were training really, really hard. And they were only ever looking at themselves in the mirror. They weren't ever paying any attention to me. And skinny this is, kid. The skinny kid. Yeah. And and some of them were really nice. They're like, hey, you just got to make sure you eat lots of food, dude. You know, like you just, <laughs> which is perfectly sound advice but you know like that's that's kind of all it was and I, I sort of that's something that i've sort of seen like with all gyms you know when you go there and you see the big weight section and a lot of people training most people like you know they got their headphones in they're focused on what they're doing you know they're only looking at themselves even the you know the little boy clans that go around and unless you're kitty looking at the other dudes thinking you guys need to lift some more weight <laughs> oh yeah but you don't say anything you know i'm sure people everyone that's human nature oh, when i look when i see women a little bit women in the, but, but when i see women in the gym who are like training you know and it looks like they're new i think to myself i'm like oh good on you mm. like, yeah, I really think, that's, like that's oh good on you for being well. in the gym and actually training yeah. and trying yeah well i i really regardless of the person male or female whether all it's when i see someone who's actually trying and putting in some mm. effort and i'm just like that's all you need to do just yeah. keep showing up and just keep putting in that effort and things are going to change. Like eventually they will, will change. Um, but that, but I think that generally seems to be, you know, for people who are more experienced when they, they see people in there who are just giving it a red hot crack, you know, and then anyone else who's sort of, I guess, kind of in between who sort of knows what they're doing, but mm. maybe they're not in great shape or they're doing things like most of the time, like I don't even notice those people personally. Mm. Like, I just, you know, I'm there to sort of do my thing. I've got my program. I just notice there. the little bunnies running around in their tiny little shorts with half their ass hanging out the back of their bloody pants. How can you not notice? I'm like, it's ridiculous, our gym now. Like, I don't know if other people's gyms are like this at World's Gym. There's these young chicks and they wear like literally their pants. They're like bikini bathers mm-hmm. and their ass is hanging out the back and they've got these big fake hooters and they're spilling out the top of their tops and it's so hard not to look. <laughs> Well, I think that's highly inappropriate, Kitty. And I certainly don't pay attention to any of that sort of. Uh, I just think to myself, I'm like, oh my God, like, ever, how could you ever. wear that? How could you feel comfortable wearing that? I'm like, good on you. Good on you for wearing it. I think to myself, when I was that age, yes, it shows how old I am, 42. When I was in, back my, in 20s, my day. Yeah. yeah, well, actually, I was just doing my RPN classes back then. No, I wasn't no. lifting any sort of weights, but. Yeah. yeah, no, I was just going out Saturday night and getting coked off my head wearing a short <laughs> mini skirt. So, you know, what's the same fucking thing, really? <laughs> anyway, sorry. I think what, what Craig's trying to say is really people just focus on themselves in the gym. They're honestly not looking at you, you know, unless you're wearing 
shorts that ride right up your butt crack and you've got your fake tits hanging <laughs> pretty sure most of our listeners in their 40s yeah. and 50s aren't wearing that but good on yeah. you if you are good for you yeah. you know yeah. like we well, should wear whatever you want but obviously if you're wearing that i'm going to be having a look i'm going to be having a look if i'm in the gym i'll be looking i won't be able to help myself but yeah like first number one is don't worry people will just focus on themselves and i then think like you know in our program <laughs> Craig, can't stop laughing. You're really serious well, you were saying that with such conviction then, but you know like you know like them. women who get these big fake boobs in and then they get offended when people look at them it's like one they're huge two you're wearing a top where they're just spilling out the top of what did you expect people to do not mm. look at them there's mm. nowhere else to look yeah it's true. you know it's like, like why did you get them if you mm. didn't want anyone to look at them anyway yeah. so I'm not staring at your fucking personality love yeah no, number one most people aren't looking at you and i think two like, and I wish that there was a, uh, I don't know, like maybe a better answer to this, but you just have to get uncomfortable. Like initially yeah. you have to, because you're going to feel yeah. uncomfortable and it's going to feel a bit scary the first few times, but it's like anything, the more you do it, the easier it gets mm. and then you better, you'll get it lifting. So there is no like, okay, we can make it so easy. You've just got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. I think, and you have to think about the long-term goal of what you want to achieve. You know, I want to build this muscle. I want to get stronger and feel more confident and be more capable, mm-hmm. you know, change my body composition and just have that in your head. Mm-hmm. And that has just got to get you over that fear. You've just got to, it's just like ripping the bandaid off. You've just got to do it. Yeah. And I think for a lot of people, like going into a, a gym and you're, you're learning new skills, like, you know, like more people are like, oh, how do I do this leg press? How do I do this lap pull down? How do I, you know, like they're all new movements for a lot of people that, you know, it's just like you're in a new environment, plus you're trying to learn new skills. I totally get how it can be quite overwhelming and quite intimidating. Mm. But the reality is, it's just your attitude at the end of the day. You're like, yeah, I suck now, but the only way I'm going to get better is if I keep showing up and just keep doing it. And eventually after the first couple of weeks, especially if you're following a structured program that doesn't constantly change, like some of these fucking dipshit influencers on Instagram are like, ah, oh, for two weeks, you're going to do this. And then the next two weeks, we're going yeah, to focus you can't on get better at anything. The you can't glutes. get better at the movement. The next two weeks after that, we're going to focus on, I'm like, you stick to the one program and you run all of those exercises into the ground for as long enough until they stop progressing. And then you may need to do a change of structure, exercise selection, or add some more volume, whatever it is. But the reality is if you, if you're following something like that, the first two weeks will just be like, okay, here's the gym layout. That exercise is done over there. This exercise is done there. That machine is there, there. You do it a few times. You'll just know it'll just become ingrained into you. I go to that one. I go to that one. I go to that one, that one. And it all becomes just very synchronized. And then you just, you go and you do it and you get better at it and you build your confidence. And then you just go, oh, I know when I go to him, I don't have to go over to that section. I just follow these exercises, this one, this one, this one, this one. And then you start to see your numbers going up. And if you're using some sort of tool, like we use Recomposer to track our workouts. And when you hit a PB, it goes, congratulations, you've just hit a PB. And you, you get that little dopamine hit and you're like, yeah, hell yeah, I'm progressing. you know. And, and the more you can get into that rhythm and that groove and get that excitement of, I'm putting in this hard effort. Yes, it's hard and yes, it hurts. And I'm out of breath and my muscles burn and all that sort of stuff. And then I hit a PB. If I could continue to do that week after week, month after month, you know, ultimately I'm going to you know, make the progress. But yeah, as Kitty said, you've just got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Do you know what I mean? And the workouts never get easier. Like, you know, there's plenty of times where I, 
just about every week, really. <laughs> well, that's not job, true. That's man. not true. If you want to continue to make progress, like if you build the physique that you want, like you always say to me, you're like, oh, you've got heaps of muscle now, Kitty. If you just want to maintain it, it would be just easy. I'd have to just maintain. Yeah, you've got to walk in the park. You've still got to go and fucking oh, load up. Yeah, the but you can do, do you can do obviously less volume you can do less and, volume but it doesn't mean that it's easy like oh, i'll just go well, it's not, but it's just it's easy today. once you hit that you can you when you yeah, know well, anyway you we're not fucking talking what about i'm trying that. to we're say is that new people get that, that new people like don't think like you know because some women say to me craig they're like oh like you lift such heavy weights and you're always trying to lift heavy weights you're always going to have to do that <laughs> no no like you might get to the point where you're like i'm happy with my physique so you just need to maintain your lifts where they're sure. at but sure. i like to be continually making progress that's why I keep doing it because it's exciting to me. But, yeah. you know, like this is just a good example because not everyone wants to be a fucking athlete and, you know, like go and squat 150 kilos. But like one of the ladies I interviewed, Leanne, she's in her 50s now and she joined the program. She did 12 months, solidly tracked her food, trained four days a week, um, you know, for 12 months. And then she's been out of the program three years and she maintains her, what she built, doing two days a week full body. She just maintains it. She isn't making any more progress. But she's like, that works for me. It works for my lifestyle. You know, I know what to do with the food. I look the best I ever have. You know, she's not massively muscular, but she just looks toned, you know. So, but like that's what I'm trying to say. So you might get there and then go, okay, cool. I'm happy with this. You know, if I be consistent with the food and maintain it, you could do full two full yeah. body days. But, you know, that's what I'm trying to say. That's all. Because sometimes they look at me and other you know, people and they think, oh, they're just lifting so heavy. Am I always going to have to continually push? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, mm. yeah, absolutely. I mean, th there is a point there at, at, at some point for for most people where they're like, I'm really happy with where I'm at. Yeah. Um, I, I think there are, there are a few far between because when you actually start to fall in love with the journey, you, you love yeah, it. You want to keep progressing. It's exciting. You know, I, I would say most people, the minority, are just like, yeah, I'm happy with where I'm at. I, I, I very rarely see that. Like once you yeah. get a taste of it, you just go, Oh, this is pretty. Yeah. I like the way this feels. Yeah, it's hard, but I there's there's a um, certain level of accomplishment that happens post workout when you know you've shown up and you've done those hard sets of deadlifts and hack squats and you know whatever the big movements are that really kind of gash you. Um, you know when you've you've hit a PB and you're like, well, this is the most weight for the most amount of reps I've ever done in my life. Like that was more than I could do a few weeks ago. You know, mm. and that was a hell of a lot more than what I could do three months ago. There is something about that progression mm. that, that for most people, they, they get a taste of that. And they're like, this is something that I can continue to sink my teeth into and can mm. continue to get better. And it's really, really exciting. I feel empowered. It, it you know, falls over into other areas of your life. And obviously your physique continues to improve. Mm. Um, but everyone goes through that journey, you know, bring it back to the point of this podcast, <laughs> bringing it back. It, it's, Everyone has to start somewhere and everyone who first goes into the gym feels like a fish out of water. You know, I, I was definitely exposed to that my first time, but it's, it's at the end of the day, it's something you have to be prepared to get over. And it's not that hard really in this day and yeah. age with gyms. It's not, they're not all big meathead bodybuilder yeah. gyms now. There's, not so really. many, there's so many gyms available now that, you know, really cater to, to people that aren't, you know, a meathead bodybuilder. So once you kind of find your groove after a couple of weeks, you know, you, you're pretty much set mm. and, uh, and then you should find some enjoyment out of it. Mm. You know, enjoyment yeah. out of that progress. Yeah. And then, you so, know, like if you like, if you say, let's say you're in our coaching program, watch the videos, you know, do the best you can record your videos and we get our clients to upload their training videos to their coaches who review them and give them feedback. And yeah. then they just implement the feedback and keep moving forward. 
Um, but you know, if you're not in a coaching program, I'd recommend you re- record your own videos and watch them back and assess yeah. yourself. Like I record I all my videos. Yeah, same. Mm. I send them to Craig because mm. I want to impress him. Like today mm. when I did my squats, I was like, did you see my squats? I sent you my mm. squats. Have you watched them yet? <laughs> Very good, Kitty. He says, Very mm. good. Very good. Shut yeah, up. They are. They're, they're good. But oh, I still do them as well. I still, you know, watch them. Yeah, watch your back. Sure that, you know, the effort was there and, you know, I was, making sure that I was really putting, putting forth the, the actual progression that I ultimately want to see. So, yeah, you know, yeah, it's constant. It's part, of, it's part of the gig. It makes it exciting though. Yeah. Yeah. The progression. I've got a little folder on my phone of all my videos. So I just go yeah. into them and I can look at all my hack squat progressions and my deadlift progressions and my, my row progressions and my incline press progressions, you know, it's been I think really too, like to one thing I've heard you say a lot, which I've just also just noticed with our clients is the best like body composition transformations are the ones that really, it's like they, they just become really excellent technical lifters. Like you watch them yeah. lift and they go through the full range of motion. Everything's tight. Like it's really efficient. Mm, controlling the tempo. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, and then I, they I, gradually I, I increase agree. the weight over time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because it's like you're, you're, we know that muscles grow through mechanical tension, which is obviously taking whatever weight that you're using as close to muscular failure as possible, and then stretch under load. We know that muscles tend to grow more in, in lengthened positions than they do in short positions. So, you know, wherever you can take, you can set yourself up on a particular, you know, machine or, you know, doing a particular movement where you're getting the greatest range of motion, you know, that's relative to not, you know, putting you in a position that requires other muscles to do some of the work, then that's, that's setting you up to create the most amount of stimulus on that target tissue, you know, and that's ultimately what we need to be striving for. We need to be looking at our execution as much as possible and just going, you know, can we make this better? Can we make this tighter? You know, can, can I potentially increase the range of motion? Because all of that is going to lead to more progressive overload over time, you know, and, and that's what's going to lead to the most amount of growth. So yeah, I think uh, I think really owning that execution and trying to be the best at the skill of lifting as you possibly can is always got to be the the foundation of everything that you're doing. You know, the effort level and the the training split that you're doing and exercise selection, all that plays a part. But nothing is more important than the execution. The execution, how you're actually lifting it, is is more important than ultimately how much you're lifting. You know, how much you lifting needs to go up over time, but the execution needs to come first. Mm. So. Cool. cool. Now, if you are new here, I know we get a new, a lot of new listeners every week to the podcast or p- potentially you're someone who's not new here and you've just been following along and haven't taken any action. Um, what I would recommend is jump in and do our seven day, eat more, train less, get results challenge. So unlike other programs that you'll find online, our program is a holistic approach. So it provides you everything you need for long-term success, better energy, more stable moods, better sleep, you know, improved digestion um, and hormone regulation. And of course, long-term sustainable body composition change. So we want to help you build muscle and lose body fat. So you can have that toned, I guess, toned, Craig hates the word toned, but toned body um, that most women want. So uh, in the seven day challenge, you get a full meal plan, a workout plan for home and the gym training exercise videos to guide your workouts. So we'll show you the right technique, metabolically supportive recipe books, um, advanced supplement guides, direct support in a private community and Facebook page. We've got my fitness pal, how, vi- how to videos showing you how to track your food. 
we've got guides on getting you started with your macros. Um, you know, just basically everything that you need to get started. Plus, we've got a number of educational videos on, you know, why we do what we do. You also get access to four, oh, sorry, two live coaching calls a week for four weeks when you join, so for 30 days. Um, and it comes with a money-back guarantee. So if by the end of the seven days, you don't believe that you can eat more trainless and get results by following our methodology, you'll get a hundred percent refund and you can keep the course. So, you know, no woman ever has to eat 1200 calories. You don't have to drastically cut calories, cut carbs, you know, and do a ton of cardio every day to get the body and health you want. So it's a one-off payment of $27 Australian dollars. So if you're in the US and you use a US credit card, it will calculate it. It'll convert it to US dollars or whatever country that you're in. Um, so I'll pop the link in the show notes below. And as always, guys, please rate and review the podcast and take a screenshot of the episode and share it on Instagram stories with your biggest takeaways and tag me at K-I-T-T-Y-B-L-O-M-F-I-L-D. And each month I pick someone who has shared on Instagram and they get a tub of saturate premium collagen valued at $79. So it's definitely worth sharing. Thanks again, Craig. Thanks for joining us. Pleasure. And we will be back in a week. Mm-hmm.